0: Howdy, everyone, and welcome to Moment of Truth, the podcast of American Moment. My name is Saurabh Sharma, the president of American Moment, and I'm joined by...
1: Nick Solheim, the COO of American Moment. And Jake
2: Mercier, the CCO of American Moment.
3: And for the first time, Emma Posey, the coalition's manager.
0: Well, uh... Jake has also never been on before. This is also his first time. This yeah. is also his first time. We <laughs> managed to, to drag both of them onto the podcast set today for a bonus episode. Um, we were feeling in a punchy mood. Jake was in town. Emma just started this week. And so we decided to bring some extra, you know, capital C content to you guys. Always. You know, you guys should really be paying for this. Yeah. Yeah. Why are we going to release this for free? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you'd like to send money to American Moment, go to AmericanMoment.org slash donate. Um, As someone
2: who has to listen to this every week for my job, I just can't imagine anybody would want to do that.
0: (laughs) Well, thousands and thousands of you have listened to it, so please tell Jake True. why you love the podcast so much. Because I-, I edit it so perfectly and wonderfully. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Review and subscribe. Rate five stars so that you can ask questions uh, to American Moment. But anyway, we were feeling like we were in a punchy mood today, and so we want to introduce you guys, Emma. We wanted to introduce you guys to Jake as well, and we want to talk about a couple things that that we had cooking here at American Moment. But I guess we'll first start with Emma. Emma just started as our coalition's manager uh, this week. She's our first hire beyond us three co-founders we're really excited to have her she applied for our fellowship and and we loved her application so much nick had such a fantastic interview with her that we sent her the application for the position we were hiring for mm-hmm. and she just blew every other candidate out of the water not because they weren't great they were but she's just exactly what we were looking for really excited to have her um emma why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself where are you from how'd you find out about us what were you doing before
3: Yes, absolutely. So I was born and raised in Southern Georgia. Um, to paint you a little illustration, imagine a dirt road, a single house, a whole bunch of cattle, and cotton fields. And Based. that was Emma, ages like one to 18. Um, so after that, I went to a liberal arts school in Tennessee. I just graduated two weeks ago. And here I am working with American Moment. Um, about a year ago, I started studying public policy, started working with Brad at the Institute for Family Studies. And then one day I thought, you know, there's this podcast called The Realignment that I really like. I should see if they want an intern. And a few months later, I started working for them. They introduced me to these guys. And here we are today.
1: So I have to ask, we were, uh, you know, we did the first actual day of our fellowship for American Statecraft Day, first day of orientation. And one of the things that we did when we were going around and doing introductions was we asked people, uh, what's the most based opinion you have? (laughs) (laughs) So Emma, and it's funny, I actually have not asked you this Mm -hmm. since you've been working with us uh, or in the interview process, but what is the most based opinion you
3: have? All right. I have two for you. I think most people here would agree with it. But um, first one is in order to make effective public policy, you must understand the perspective and experiences of the people you're legislating for. And so much of the policy that we work on with child support, with welfare, with family policy is coming from elites who are fundamentally um, just disengaged from the reality of those institutions and its import. Um, And so that's huge and huge in the work that I've done in policy. And then second, you should get married young and have lots of kids hands down
0: I'm 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 working on it
3: Which, like Nick <laughs> you're doing great on this so yeah.
0: <clears throat> I'm the most evolved at the table. Yeah, at, at, at this point, I'm the only person who's not in a long-term relationship at the table. So L, Saurabh so posting his L's, as it were. Um, that's fantastic. <laughs> the show is just a ploy to get him, like, a girlfriend. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> that's, that's I'm afraid it's been yeah. too effective in yeah, that yeah, area. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, Many such cases. Jake, this is your first time on the podcast yep. as well. The audience hasn't gotten to know you as much yet. Where are you from? How did you find out about American Moment?
2: Oh, <laughs> well, I co-founded it. So... Um, <laughs> uh, Yeah, I'm from Dallas. I grew up in Dallas and you all know that. And uh, uh, basically went from there uh, to GW, which was has been an interesting experience. George Washington University in D.C., which is um, full of sociopaths, honestly, (laughs) Uh, really just children of bureaucrats who, you know, all want to go work in public policy, which is great. Other than the fact that most of them are not very impressive and and. It's just been it's just been an experience. But uh, I will say that being here in Washington, it's been great to, you know, network and meet people. And through mutual friends, I was able to meet Sarab and, you know, all this uh, kind of is history. And so there are a lot of downsides. Being in Washington is really hard, especially when you're young and idealistic and want to change the world. But um, if you stick with it and and know what your goal is in mind, uh, I really think you can do something great.
1: And that's what we're doing. All right, Jake. Your turn. What's the most based
0: opinion you have?
2: Um, hmm. I, I don't I don't know if I.
0: Mm, it may not be fit for
2: camera. May, <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. Um, I would say we can always clip it up. It is. It is. It is sad that like wanting people to like ha- get married and like have kids is a based opinion these days. Yeah. It's you know.
0: It gets you called a white nationalist if your JD Vance is on our board. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean it's He crazy. talks about being pronatalist natalist well, He was literally <laughs> accused of being a white nationalist for
2: wanting for wanting you know to um you know make sure that people can take care of more than two children on a single income i mean that's yeah. it's just crazy how that's a controversial opinion but yeah. that's where we are um i would say i don't know if this is a most based opinion it's something that i care about and it's like a small issue I, I guess in the grand scheme of things but the fact that uh you know president trump uh put a policy in place to uh reorient our federal buildings to be you know gorgeous again to be to look like they have uh you know the the uh, that kind of like Greco Roman style that we all know and love and really associate with with America um and uh, it's really it's really sad to see that Biden immediately took that away um uh, but you know it's and, and also being you know all these people that were for that got accused of being fascists for wanting to have beautiful buildings I mean so it's just um, it's just crazy how
1: that can be a based opinion but I do feel strongly about that so I want to give you, Sarab, also the chance to talk about your most based opinion. <laughs> but before that, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go n- I'm gonna put some skin in the game. You right. guys had some; they are based opinions, but they were a little, you know, like I don't want to say that they were normy, but like a little bit. Um, mine like, is that really we should about this. <laughs> we should we should outlaw the institution of daycare. Ooh, oh, we should fair. make daycare illegal. Um. And before everyone starts to freak out yeah.
0: and say, Is this like more or less controversial than you're thinking about Soviet train stations? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's we can talk about that another episode. Um,
0: we have talked about it.
1: Yeah. My, 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 so my thing with daycare is that I don't think that like people should just be like, haha, sucks. Like you have to stay home, you know? Um, I really think that we should. Uh, you know, pay parents to be home with their children. Pay other family members to to be home uh, with their children. You know, a lot of people like to point at Hungary as a great example. Um, you know, there you can, uh, if you'd like to return to work, you can shift your um, your paid leave to other members of the family. You know, maybe a grandparent or or whatever. Um, so I'm pretty supportive of that model, but I think this kind of outsourcing care of your child to another person, um, you know, usually, uh, you know, a lot of immigrants like work in this profession, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's not good that, that people yeah, are outsourcing. Child
0: we, we, we use illegal alien indentured servitude in order to raise like our kids. It's, it's demented. It's not sane. it's not normal. Also like, I, so I've been on this kick of hating daycare long before I ever had any of the views that I did on like natalism or pro-family policy or anything, because, um, even if all your like politics is that you're basically liberal, but you're anti-woke, um, wokeness, I think, in part comes from a society where daycare is so prevalent because what is a daycare? It is 25 children that the caregiver has no like kin attachment to. um, And who gets the most attention? The one that screams the loudest. And so how do you get these demented children Mm. running all over our college campuses screaming at professors Mm. like they're, you know, beneath them when they should be like bowing in respect because they're your elders? You get it through daycare culture where the kid that screams the loudest is the one that gets the most attention. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Anyway, your turn. Most based opinion. Now that I've laid some cards um, out on the table, we have a demented ruling class, and and realistically <laughs> speaking, so I, I we we like the theme of statecraft a lot here at American Moment, and you know, looking back across the the arc of history, uh, I think that there's certain things um, that we no longer have available to us in terms of tools of statecraft that make it a lot easier. Uh, one of which is ways to hold elites accountable. I, for one, think we should bring back exile. Um, <laughs> no again
1: okay we need siberia but for us okay (laughs) every people already that's called guantanamo Bay. no no
0: no i I, like this is not like i'll put it this way like i think the people who who lied to us about the iraq war uh and and cost a trillion dollars and tens of thousands of american lives should not really be allowed to participate in public life anymore like this is not like i'm not saying they should be like attacked violently or anything i just think like you know classical you know countries in, in in Europe and elsewhere always had an idea like I think look, there's this one guy french mm, yeah I don't yeah. Know, I think, can't recall his name I think he yeah, yeah. might want to yeah 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 so like basically just the idea that like yeah you should like go live in a cabin in the woods for the rest of your life. You've done enough. Like, there's a lot of names I could name that I won't. But, like, I think we should bring that back.
1: Yeah, there was, um, I don't know if you guys remember in the in the Democratic primary. I know you and I talked about it a lot. If you remember Mike Gravel. Uh, <laughs> he sold that merch, uh, of which, like, I almost bought a shirt because it was, like, funny. He had the um, send Henry Kissinger to the Hague thing yeah and like i don't really believe in the Hague as it's like i just don't believe in international courts yeah I it's fake, just kind of real care. yeah um you know and i don't think america should be subservient to like an international order because that's evil but um there is something to be said for sending someone like henry kissinger to you know uh a place to live out his days yeah like guantanamo bay yeah. or a cabin in the woods
0: yeah you know? yeah so good luck trying to cancel us for these takes i think it's uh all in, in good fun but yeah uh Things to chew on um jake when you were talking about your uh your um your path to getting involved with all this so, so the funny thing is for, for those of you who don't know i met nick and jake in person for the first time within roughly a two two and a half month period uh, i met nick at a happy hour in dc and we bonded because we both cared about like arctic circle policy weirdly enough i'd been obsessed with it he ran a think tank about it and i met jake through one of our board members saga and, Jetty. and Uh, Jake and I met at this restaurant in D.C. called Founding Farmers. I was here for CPAC. I think he wasn't. He was just living here. And uh, our takeaway from that meeting, the the thing that we were going to do together, this long before American moment, was that we were going to start a podcast together. Um, And now, Jake has to be dragged kicking and screaming onto our so, podcast Sorely regret that comment <laughs> yeah um and so uh, just 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 a fun aside um jake jake gets nervous on camera but um he's doing great i think you're doing great thank you um yeah emma seems a lot more comfortable i think yeah well you have been on podcasts before you've been on the realignment before um but yeah uh we just wrapped up today uh, the first day of orientation for our Fellowship for American Statecraft. These are 10 um, uh, young people that we have put at uh, Capitol Hill offices and public policy organizations across D.C. This is everything from uh, the offices of Senator Josh Hawley and Marco Rubio all the way to the Center for Immigration Studies and the D.C. Claremont Center and things like that. Uh, and it was just it was the, a white pill, as the kids say. Um, we're just in a really good mood. Uh, they heard lectures from some previous podcast guests, including John Allen Gay. Mark Meadows came by to visit. Rachel Bovard did. Um, they heard about some career-building stuff, some personal finance stuff, uh, and others. And, and so every Friday, they'll be coming in and doing these lectures. And I don't know. I just uh, It was uh, hugely gratifying to see them all in person. There was a part of me that was worried like until this morning that like one or five would just like not show up and they all did. Um, so I was really excited. I don't know, Nick, how'd you feel about today?
1: It was awesome, man, to have all those people, um, you know, in a room it's, it's, you know, so as we've said before, we got, uh, I believe the official number was 207 applications. Uh, and we, we interviewed a ton of them. Uh, and, and it, it's one thing to hear these stories and to and to, and to see these people on paper, communicate with them via email, you know, uh, even be on the phone, uh, in some cases. But actually being in a room with these kids that that we've decided to invest in and 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 put basically our entire uh, professional reputation on, um, it's a big deal. And I really come away feeling like from our first day that we made the right choice uh, on all of them. I don't I don't have any doubts at all. So I. Yeah, I just feel really good about it, man. I, I think we're doing the right thing. I think we picked the right people. Um,
0: And the lectures today were just fantastic.
1: I was sitting here like, oh, man, I'm learning
0: stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I was like piping in with questions halfway through because I was like, oh, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Expert, could, can you explain something to <laughs> me too? Because I, I, I don't know the answer to this. Yeah. Um, it, it's been a such a weird week, right? Because we went at the beginning of this week, we had three full-time employees, me, Nick and Jake. Uh, and then Emma started on Monday. So that got us to four. And then 10 more technically started today because they're, they're W2 employees. And so uh, we've gone from three to 14 in one week, almost five times the amount of people. So it's it's been a wild week. I have no idea where it went. Like it simultaneously feels like Emma hasn't started yet and has been here for two years. Like it's very strange. Um, I don't know. What did you all think of, of today?
3: I thought it went really well. I think we can all attest to not sleeping very well last night. Like everyone just sort of like kept waking up, kept checking alarms, like afraid that something... I well, slept great. Okay. Well, the rest <laughs> it, of us were uh, like, yeah. I don't know, you're bringing like fellows for the first time. Yeah. It was a huge responsibility. Um, but it was incredible. When Mark Meadows came in, he was asking them about the change that they would like to see in D.C. And consistently, the answers were honesty and virtue. <laughs> and that is just a Based. rare thing to find um, among, gosh, D.C. in general, especially like um, younger students coming up. Yeah, this is and, Sodom on the
0: Potomac, guys. It's right. really bad. <laughs> yeah. So
3: I appreciate that a lot. I got mocked mercilessly by. Marshall and Sager on the realignment when I talked about my excitement to come work with these guys because of their like <laughs> care for character. Um, yeah. yeah. So it was really cool to see that in our fellows today, too. Yeah. Jake.
2: What yeah. Do you think? No, I think it was fantastic. And, you know, having interned, I think we've all had these kind of like D.C. Internships and stuff. And um, mm-hmm. I think this is something special. Uh, you know, we had a great uh, aside from the fact we had the great speakers, like you guys said, um, you know one of the things that these DC internships are missing are opportunity. A lot of people that have the opportunity to do these things are people that can afford to do a free internship for, you know, a few months and have a place where they can stay. And, you know, um, sometimes they just can't take time off work, you know? And so we're giving people a stipend that is livable, helping them all across the way. Um, you know, creating a group of people that can be lifelong friends, mm-hmm. uh, but also giving them an opportunity to do something, um, you know, that, I think a small people take for granted their their ability to be able to do it. And I think the thing is they want to come here and serve their country. Each one of them have, you know, a fantastic, um, you know, personal background, but also uh, their interests are so, you know, varied and, and I think it's just going to be fantastic. And we've sent them to some great places. You know, you were saying... Uh, Rubio's office Center for Immigration Studies so many good places and um, I'm just excited to see you know how this summer unfolds
0: yeah one one fun question that I've been asking myself sometimes and I keep on having different answers so I think uh, do I think I have the answer that that I have uh, is like where would I want to be placed if I had done the fellowship and like it's tough because like Josh Hawley's office the Republican Study Committee Center for Immigration Studies DC Claremont like all these places are awesome. And, and we're so grateful to all of our partners on this. Uh, if you are curious, this episode will be out by the time this is the case, you can go on our website and see the full list of partners and fellows at AmericanMoment.org. Uh, but honestly, we're, we're just deeply grateful that that everyone has been willing to partner on this. We did it on such an attenuated timeline because the organization only launched on February 24th. That's when we could start accepting applications. Application closed on March 31st. You know, by by mid-April, we had selected them all and then it was a matter of placing and building those relationships. So thankfully, we had been doing for months ahead of time and it all seems like it's worked. I remember interview week. uh, (laughs) You were
1: you were you were out of town for the last like three days. So you 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 the first
0: I had the luxury of, like, going down to Mar-a-Lago, I think. Yeah, you did, you did, you did, like, four interviews. I did seven, thank you very much. Okay,
1: (laughs) compared to, we'll get to how many I did in a minute. Jake gave me, like, some times that he was available to do interviews, and so I put, I put some in his category. I did, I think, 27.
0: Yeah. In one week.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I was so exhausted by the end of it. Like, it's... I was not exhausted because it was like a boring thing to do. It was like, there was so much, these people were telling their life stories. Like it's, it's like emotionally exhausting. Like they're, they're great stories. And like, you feel, you know, for these people and you're trying to make tough choices. It was probably one of the most emotionally exhausting weeks of my life. You're at capacity. Emotional I was at, capacity. I, I was at my emotional capacity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I needed to retreat to my safe space. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like, are, are you prepared to receive information that may hurt you? <laughs> are you, are you yeah. to receive information that may hurt you. No, it? I'm not. Yeah.
1: Well, no, also, this, this cucumber period is awful. So I'm just going to put
0: a <laughs> strawberry one. Um, yeah. I was going to say terrible.
2: about the fellowship, though, you know, we had so many good applications. It was mm-hmm. crazy. So many people that I was like, oh, my gosh, like you're overqualified. Like this is, you know, so many good people. Um, I think part of the thing we want to do with the fellowship, and I just want to clarify here where we all can is like, you know, there are places where we see where we can help get someone into an internship and help them along their journey. But, you know, there was a lot of people that applied to the fellowship and were overqualified. And, you know, we want to be able to work with you guys too. And, 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 you know, people who are still on their way to finishing high school and, and beyond. And so we also have the summit opportunity, which is going to be so great. And yes, we only have the resources to do 10 fellows right now. We're hoping to grow that in the future, but, uh, our summit, uh, event that we're going to be having this fall is so awesome. There's so many good things coming down the pipeline that we can't talk about just yet. But um, I would really encourage everybody who A, applied, but may have heard about the fellowship or anything else who Thinks this might be something that you know you're interested in. I would I would submit an application to the uh, to the summit uh, event. You know it's going to be great. It's going to be just just a weekend, so it's not a long summer commitment. Um, but uh, it's going to be a great way to to network and talk with people. But it's not just in a you know an event. I mean, we're really sitting down, learning about policy, actually doing things that other people aren't willing to do when it comes to you know college graduates and, and young people. Like this is worth something, and um, we really want to
0: see you there. American moment.org. Um, I want to ask you guys a question. Uh, we are now officially in summer. Some, some of you can call it white boy summer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a okay. meme. Again, it's Tom Hanks, son that calls it this. I feel like that is is holy with the mainstream. I think it's his Ch- name. <laughs> is
1: that actually his name? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Chet Hanks. It's <laughs> again, Rob knows a lot I, about this. I think that the, transhumanist types are like probably satanic but like the whole wheel of the simulation thing makes a lot more sense when like <laughs> chet hanks becomes the viral celebrity for like talking about white boys it was just like was he certain. the one that tweeted that photo of bill gates he might have been with it
1: like the bill gates and then just like white boy summer. yeah i think that well, was he wasn't the one who tweeted so it, but someone else did okay. no, no no just
0: kidding um <laughs> what are you guys looking forward to for summer just in general personally jake
2: Oh, man. Um, I just went out to West Texas. It yeah. was awesome. Uh, my girlfriend and I had a really good time. Um, and really for this summer, though, I mean, it's it's going to be a tough summer. I mean, I think my days of like summer, like, you know, pre-college, like getting to do nothing is, o- is over. So That's I'm, I'm getting, getting old. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm going to enjoy, you know, this. And I think we're going to have a lot of, you know, fun stuff to do. Yeah.
0: You know, trips, some trips planned. Yeah. But We're flying you out to D.C. Hard like, work. literally every week. Every weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spend time with Syrup. And Nick. (laughs) Uncle Sarab lectures the youths. Anyway, Emma, what about you?
3: Also, less popular, but equally interesting. We have Hat Girl Summer 2021 Um, happening. This is Evie Fordham's. uh, Evie's uh, Substack, his fiance. It's my new favorite thing. So it's my license to buy all of the ridiculous hats that only Kate Middleton could pull off. But Mm. I'm going to bring into D.C. this summer. Um, So that's going to be part of my summer fun. Um, And second, I just moved to D.C. a week ago, um, and the only times that I visited prior to this was actually during quarantine. Um, and so most things were shut down. So I have a long list of museums and sites that I want to go visit. And I've been in a long distance relationship for a year and a half. And so for the first time, um, my significant other and I are only like an hour and a half apart. And so we'll get to spend lots of good weekends together. So
1: it's awesome. It's pretty idyllic. As, uh, as you guys can see, I am participating in Hat Girl Summer. <laughs> <laughs> my head is
2: way too big for a hat.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just talked about this before. It's the hair too. It's like really yeah. thick hair. So, I, <laughs> so we talked I about look, this before. We both, I like. It's a mess. Whenever I've needed to get hats for anything, we always have to special order mine because my head is so big. <laughs> like it's and, it, and it's it's air. Like you you guys listen to the podcast, you know. Like it's just, <laughs> it's just it's, it, there's nothing in here. No, yeah. This isn't
2: a statement about like you know, my IQ, which I don't idea. know what my IQ yeah. is, uh, but like,
0: <laughs> can't wear a hat. Yeah, anyway, it's just like excess Neanderthal DNA. <laughs> yeah, <Okay.
1: laughs> right. And I have to say that uh, I'm not really looking forward to summer. I, summer's the worst season. Like, it's
0: just, it's oh, hot. Uh, it's, the, di- the diet Canadian here. It's is hot. Hot. <laughs> yeah. It's sticky. It's like uh, humid. The mosquitoes are everywhere. Yeah. Like, and you don't even wear a suit to work.
1: No. And I, and, and, and I was just in Alaska where they're, you know, in spring right now, in the middle of the day. It's like. Didn't shower it's like, for 10 days. That is true. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like 50 degrees, you know, in the summer, it'll be like high of like 65 mm. peak weather. Yeah. Peak weather. DC summers are the worst. Yeah. You know? They're so bad
0: yeah i'm looking forward to like very very slightly going back to my routine last summer that was like still when we were very much in early days with american moment there wasn't too much to do i was like very underemployed and uh i like for the first summer in my life like something just clicked i think it was like all the bug people that rule us were like you have to stay inside and i was like haha screw you i'm gonna get all the vitamin d i can and so like i spent way more time than I ever have, like, by the pool, getting sun.
1: Um, I remember that. You'd post, like, pictures of your legs on your Instagram <laughs> No, <laughs> yes, I did you, not. Yes, <laughs> you <it> <laughs> so, like, you'd, post, you'd post a picture of the pool Aww. and your legs would be in it, and I would just reply, like,
0: hot dog or Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trust <laughs> classic me, my white My legs boy. are not the width where that is a concern. Really? Like, anyway. Uh, but, yeah, I'm looking They're forward to that. They're also very hairy. Yeah. So, well, anyway. <laughs> My Instagram's on private, so you can't follow me. Um, (laughs) Please don't. um, But uh, that and, you know, Thankfully, with uh, you know Emma around, I think that I'm going to be spending less nights in the office till one in the morning, uh, and so hopefully I can uh, also uh, start going back to the gym again as much as I was last year, which was like six days a week. Yeah, you so, hired that personal trainer, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm working on it anyway. Um, <laughs> so um, send me your workout tips, um, but yeah, uh, it's going to be, I think, a fun summer. We have tons of stuff planned with American Moment. Um, we sort of held to like now a schedule. Like, there's like three things that have to happen every week between this podcast, the five to six fellowship lectures that will happen every week. And, you know, things like our amcanon features and all of that. So um, there's, there's no stopping. I, someone told me a few weeks ago that we're trying to do a, like a year three agenda in year zero. And that's basically right. Um, uh, everything is on a very expedited timeline. Please pray for us. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a fantastic summer. And um, I don't know any closing thoughts guys.
1: I just want to make sure, Hunter Smith and Spencer Clavin. You heard the man oh, send workout He asked for it, so yeah. now you got to do it.
0: Uh, well, I guess I will have to. Um,
1: so you know, Hunter and Spencer both are going to get on you about
0: that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Well, they are. They are. I think the the co captains of White Boy Summer. So <laughs> the
1: they're the only ones deserving.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're both oh, they're man. both jacked as hell. Um, they're certainly a good inspiration. I think to to get in shape. Um, with that, well, well, actually,
2: well, well, we usually end on an Amcanon note, you know, you guys say your favorite thing. And, um, uh, I wanted to point out something to the audience I think is awesome. This week we had our fifth feature, um, and we did all on foreign policy. It's called a new grand strategy for America. Um, and I would really recommend anyone who's interested in foreign policy or wants to learn more about the issue, go check it out. Uh, what we try to do with those is distill some of the best videos, podcasts, articles, and more. Um, on a given issue, and so I, you know, editor in chief of Bam Cannon, kind of want you to go check it out. Uh, but anyway, it's it's awesome, and I really think that you guys will really like it. And you can go back and check the other ones we've done on big tech and stuff. So, and if you have any ideas of things you want to see, um, you know, mm-hmm. on the site or. With features just let us know
0: yeah uh two things on Canon. one uh your earlier point about architecture is definitely the case uh when it comes to the liberties you take with Canon because i think on the f- on the homepage right now uh <laughs> why architecture is political is one of the like four yes. featured pieces so uh, that was yeah. something you sent to
2: me at like 2 a.m and i
0: like didn't sleep that night so you yeah. <laughs> <It's just, like, laughs> made it mad art deco inspires the soul anyway um and yeah this 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 latest feature is incredible uh, a little behind the scenes for you guys uh we have to have division of labor here at american moment we physically could not survive if we didn't um, you know the, the stuff that i do the stuff that nick does the stuff that jake does we we all trust each other um to to get it done um and it was the most gratifying part of building this was that um uh, you know i've been part of many teams in the past and it hasn't always been the case that the people i'm working with are people who i trust implicitly and explicitly the same applies with emma uh and so you know, the the content side of things is very much Jake's domain. And uh, he will like get these features up. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Like every single time. And this latest one, especially so because it's Mm -hmm. so comprehensive. It's all about foreign policy, but it all has these like individual sections on regions, China, the Middle East, Russia. Even the Arctic, we had a great piece, you know, from Nick in
2: there. I really think that if you're interested in any aspect of it, or just want to learn more. It's it's really easily like digestible if you're not like an expert on any of these things. It's yeah. that's what it's made for. And so go learn
0: something. Great. Go fill your think skull with info. Yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> I've never heard it called.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your 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 brain. Um you know, Nick's gonna fill up all that empty space in his head <laughs> as well. Um Thank you for indulging us for this bonus episode of Moment of Truth. Once again, please make sure to rate and subscribe. Ask a question in your review. If it's five stars, we will read it on the show. If you want to email in the question, screenshot your five-star review uh, and send it to podcast at AmericanMoment.org and we will answer it on our show. We'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming next Monday. Have a bunch of fantastic guests in store for you this summer. And realistically, forever. I mean, the list of people that we want to have on the show and, uh, you know, the Horizon of time at which point it is irresponsible to book them out to, um, are like intersecting. So, I don't know what
2: you just said. That sounded like Christopher Nolan or something. Yeah, yeah. And you're <laughs> like, the horizon of time intersects. Yeah.
0: Do,
1: do we walk onto the his onto think the brain or whatever minutes, you said? Like, what's what's going on? Yeah. On.
0: Whatever. <laughs> whatever, they always rag on me. We always like to rag on each other here. Hopefully, you got uh, an understanding of what it's like around the office most of the time, too. This is literally what we're like all the time. Uh, and uh, it's a great time. We're, we're honored as always to be able to do what we do at American Moment. We wouldn't be able to without all of you who are supporting us out there in tangible ways, in little ways, in big ways. Uh, Thank you. And we'll see you next week. Moment of Truth is an American Moment Studios production filmed at the Conservative Partnership Center. Our podcast is produced and edited by Jake Mercier and Jared Cummings. Our intro music is A Minor Struggle by Ryan Serenich. Don't forget to like and subscribe on all platforms, and you can go to AmericanMoment.org to learn more.